So hi everyone, welcome to the next episode of the Bay Street Capital Holdings podcast titled How Do You Do It and Why Should I Care? This series aims to highlight women doing amazing work in various industries. So today we are so lucky to be joined by Shraddha Nair, who is an energy growth strategist at Save and Restore. Hi Shraddha, how are you? Hey Lela, thank you so much for having me here. I'm, I'm doing really good right now and um, I hope you are all being safe as well. Um, Great. So let's start with a quick introduction. I guess, how did you do it and why should I care? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Uh, well, this is the most interesting question that amuses me every time I'm at an interview because most of the time answers vary, you know, uh, not because I don't know who I am, because everyone is changing gradually. So if you ask me this question 10 years ahead in time or like, you know, if you had asked me 10 years ago, uh, the answer would definitely not be the same. Uh, so if I have to introduce myself right now, I would say I'm a hustler. I'm, I hope I uh, stay that way down the line. I am a self-motivated person with a growth mindset. From a career standpoint uh, of view, I would say I have a full-time job as a senior uh, infrastructure developer at Cognizant Technology Solutions. Those who haven't heard about the company, it's an MNC in the information technology sector. I'm also working with a startup in Oakland, California called uh, Save and Restore um, in partnership with the Vicepar as a green growth strategist, helping them curate business strategies and growth models that will help the company you know, achieve uh, optimum growth. Uh, so if, if someone wants to ask me about IT or energy sector, I'm open to addressing both. I have also worked in other oil and gas industries before as an intern and as a trainee. Uh, as a human being, I love traveling, reading books, trying out different types of cuisines. I'm a foodie. And for a few years now, I've been helping out women tap their inner strength, you know, help them discover themselves. That is really awesome. So I guess we can start with uh, your question about your career. So what inspired you to join the energy industry and also the IT industry? Oh, that's a great question. I would say it's, it's a pure combination of interest and strategy. Uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't know right away at maybe 10 or 13 or even 18 that I wanted to work in the sector. In fact, I wanted to become a pilot when I was 16. Wow. Uh, then, yeah. Then as my choice of subjects changed by the time I was 18, I wanted to become a space scientist. Unfortunately, I couldn't get into the college I wanted. Back in 2014, we had very limited colleges across country that taught space programs. So the competition was really, really high. Anyway, we, as in me and my parents, we toiled a lot to get into one of the best schools in the state. And uh, I was admitted to doing civil engineering in the beginning. It was a huge detour from, from my dream, you know. But I like civil, so I had my entire career planned ahead six years, uh, right, you know, at the first week of my college. Then came the blow. I had given electrical as a preference over civil in my application form. So they moved me to electrical engineering class uh, right about in the second week um, when a space opened up. I was devastated. I almost didn't go to class for a week. You know, I was crying and wow. feeling so lost. Yeah, oh, yeah. it was like a, <laughs> I was in a very dark place. And um, I hated electrical, most probably because of that. But you, you don't get to cry out of situations in life. So, so I sucked it up, somehow tumbled through four years of college and graduated. Now I had an electrical engineering degree, but I was as clueless as I was in the second week of college. I got my first job as a business development engineer. 
um so i wasn't exactly sitting idle to figure out my life but you know i i wasn't really happy where i was i was into climate change a lot of my in my sophomore year around 2016 i had attended many conferences and seminars and workshops on it so i was i was like okay let's let's take a detour again and go ahead with climate change but but you know it's a vast field and i wasn't into core environmental science either because i had an electrical engineering degree so my major subject and project was in renewable at university which i aced so then it clicked i was like okay great green energy segment of tackling climate change and i have a degree in electrical let's make it useful uh, so let me transition into you know energy field so my inspiration would be that light bulb moment in my head in my brain that i had uh, that helped me you know strategize my career to work towards something i am passionate about then um, i switched my industry to it industry like two years ago when i was uh, having workplace issues there was discrimination and everything at my previous industry uh, company so i had to switch so then that's how i came into it but now i'm again transitioning into energy sector so it's been a hell of a ride yes very very busy as well i'm sure so what yeah. would you say were the best resources then i guess that helped you along the way to sort of you know bridge the gap between your electrical engineering degree and also the climate change interest that you had uh well support systems as a support systems and my failures have been two major resources i have had huge support system all along uh parents because they always taught me to do the right thing in the right way um friends of course i have exactly two friends from high school three from college and four from my organ- current organiz- previous organization who i talk to like every day who have you know these were been there for as my support system for the past 10 years i also found myself a mentor a while ago paul webb if you, if you happen to know he's an energy expert from the united kingdom uh, he has about 40 years of experience so i was really lucky to find him so he will definitely be on uh, you know the list of one of my valuable resources very soon and by all means my failures every time i did not get into something i wanted i didn't i got rejected or redirected as i like to call it every time i was devastated because of something it just have helped me to understand what i should be doing in life and i believe a person can have many resources but failures are fixed variables your failures help you push yourself in the right direction is what i believe that's a really interesting way to look at it especially failures so i guess we can move on to a question about what was what would you say is your biggest failure because i know that you said failures you see as redirections but what would you say is a poignant failure in your life that you will always remember i think we need to start asking this question to an 80 year old woman who has you know had significant amount of time uh, who has lived the life and she has experienced almost everything but um i i haven't had my biggest failure yet is what i believe i i have had numerous failures of course but somehow you don't look at them as failures because you know that it's just a way to move in a different direction uh i have overcome whatever life has put in front of me till till now and i'm really grateful for that and i hope that i can overcome whatever life has to offer in the future too i think you should check back with me in 10 years i do plan to have my own company someday and so i'm pretty sure i'm looking forward to some hindrances you know but whatever it is life is beautiful with failures in it and the highest amount of the higher the amount of risk you take and the bigger the failure is if it if it goes down so an advice would be to take calculated risks otherwise it's called gambling 
Thank you for that. That was actually very interesting. So what would you say were any lessons that you wish you would have learned before joining the energy industry? Uh, well, I wish I knew a little bit more, I would say, you know, because um, everything is changing continuously. You, you come to this industry with um, with the hope that, okay, I have a background in electrical engineering. I know a little bit of climate change. I know what is sustainability. But you need to be more prepared than you think you are. It's, it's obvious, isn't it? Like when you, let's say you are in computer science, right? So when you work on AI or ML, there is something new to discover every day. Be it a new piece of code. Some days it's even a new computer language, new embedded device, something. This is the same with energy sector. It is so vast that you really need to be on the top of everything at all the time because people are inventing things every day. There is some breakthrough in material science or somebody found a more efficient way to produce energy from goats. I don't know. You just have to be a you know, bit, bit more prepared than you think you are. That That's something somebody would have told me I, I really liked. You know. Yeah, that's awesome to hear. And I'm glad that you can pass this piece of advice down to people who would future be in the energy industry as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So following on from that, actually, what would you say is one piece of advice that you would give to somebody who is willing to pursue a career in the energy industry? If, if Since we are uh, talking about women who inspire, mm. uh, this is... The first bit of this answer is going to be for women, but I, I will say this is across for anybody who wants to come into the energy sector. Uh, I say, yeah, be strong. You know, Don't be that vanilla woman. Don't be that soccer person. Be be that at home if you want. If you're, if you're settling into you know field where majority of the population are men. So you have to be tough. You have to be smart. Never counter unless you know the facts. Always be two steps ahead of where you think you should be because somebody else is already there a step ahead of you in everything. It feels harmonious, you know, it always feels harmonious, but the competition is cutthroat. Not like Gordon Ramsay, of course, but yeah, cutthroat. Everybody is into sustainability and clean energy these days. The sector is vast, so try to sort out your priorities. Focus on what interests you. Grab on to that um, one thing and plow ahead. Reach out to those who are willing to help, because you need to you need people in life who support you. Who knows what is the industry? Who knows what's the market? You know, people who are willing to help you out of the goodness of their hearts. Read, read, read. Stay on top of things all the time. This is for those who are you know in the business side of it, because that keeps changing based on policies and economics and the the whole global uh, international development side of uh, energy sector. Now, those who are going into technical area, this could be for both men and women. Be ready because you are up against people who are actually out there climbing up on wind turbines, standing in the middle of a large solar farm. You know, you have to be mentally and physically prepared to take on such jobs. This is not just for women, also for men who really want to transition into energy sector. And irrespective of your industry, gender, or career goals, you have to be emotionally intelligent. Period. Awesome. Thank you so much for that advice. That was a really great, like, sort of a few points. And I like how you sort of encouraged both sort of genders to think about what they want before joining the industry. Absolutely. Amazing. And finally, about your career, what is one common myth that you like to debunk about the energy industry? Oh, absolutely. 
you know you will hear people say women can't do this type of job i myself have been turned down so many jobs because they don't want some to send a woman on the field uh, to remote places because of course these wind farms or solar farms these are all in remote places they can't really uh, put them up in residential areas so they don't want women to do that job well i have news for you mr the person who's standing on that wind turbine right now is a woman the person who's sitting in a conference table full of old men drafting energy policies is a woman the person sitting in the conference room or you know forecasting scheduling renewable energy back at your headquarters is also a woman so i think that a woman can do your job if she really wants to most of these myths are also you know they just creep up on women um you can you just go ahead and tell hey you can do this job so then then it just gets into her head that maybe i really can't do self doubt i mean there is a limit to how much confidence a woman can have or even a person you know can have so most of these myths are just um something i think women themselves uh, try to take it in upon them um which is not wrong but i can name at least 10 women right now who are founders or directors or you know leaders um at high end energy firms who get the job done so all those women who get discouraged by these myths should dismiss them and go through is what i have to say if you if you love aerodynamics go get yourself a job in wind turbine manufacturing or designing business if you fear into maintenance then get up on that wind turbine fix things up you know right away if you want to be a part of a management team find yourself a spot in that it won't be easy but it will be worth choosing the career you want Perfect. Well, thank you so much for that uh, myth that you debunked. I'm sure a lot of people wanted to hear that. Yeah. Um, and finally, I wanted to sort of learn more about you. So I'm sure you're very busy at the moment. You're obviously in two firms and working very, very hard. But what, did, what have you listened to or read recently that's inspired you? Oh, um, I just finished reading a book on entrepreneurial mindset for growth and financial freedom by James Moore. He's a great author. Um, definitely helpful for people like you who are just starting out their careers um and also for people who want to you know go into entrepreneurship it's it's a very simple book explaining the most complicated things about growth mindset in the simplest ways just about mindset nothing else uh on uh, how having a different outlook on things can change the course of your startup or the way you work in your organization in a very significant way I have also started listening to a podcast by Nico Johnson called Suncast. Uh he's based out of US and um it's it's amazing podcast uh but that's that's more towards energy technology and uh, business. Uh so those who are interested in that area should definitely check out his podcast. I'm loving that too. Awesome. Um and who are three people that have been the most influential to you in your life? I know you mentioned one already, but I'd love to hear more people. Um I have two people because I haven't found my third one yet. I I just be really overly honest in that area. One would definitely be my parents of course. I mean they have they have been influential in the sense uh, not that they have been influential towards my career advice or stuff like that. But uh, they have been influential for uh, me taking decisions based career decisions based on family conditions and the amount of hard work they put into you see them every day and you know how much they're going through to put into education and all those things so that is i say they have been influential to you know keep uh, going ahead uh the second person is you will not believe this her majesty the queen oh wow uh, yeah um why well 
she has led a nation for over 70 years and her leadership is way beyond compare she's the leader i want to be you know influencing others and setting an example i cannot say she's my role model because that would be michelle obama but again role models they they just don't influence you to be a, they just influence you to be a better person they don't have any uh, influence on you in your career choices so just for two people for right now surprisingly i haven't met my most third most uh, influential person good luck in finding out that i guess yeah. and then finally to wrap up our conversation is there any advice that you wish you gave yourself at any point in your career uh don't stop at something you are here to make a difference in the world you, your definition of world might be different and that is okay you make a difference where you can go you go forward with it hustle you know don't do what it takes to reach where you want to reach grab everything that comes your way you can take a break but you're not allowed to quit you should be i should I, i'll say you should be smart be bold be brave be, you should be a go getter and above all be a good human being don't be afraid of failures like everybody else says that but i literally mean it don't if you fail it's good it's good to fail uh because they are your ways to discover success in different ways it's different for everybody and the most important of all you should have a growth mindset don't let your ego or pride get the best of you we can never keep up with everything in life in your career or in your in whatever field you're working in no matter how hard you try in life so always have a learning attitude i think that will help you grow after all growth is life awesome thank you so much rada for talking to me today and what a lovely piece of advice to end on so thank you for being on the podcast and i loved hearing more about your story thank you so much for having me right then bye bye have a good day